Several anime companies have gone bankrupt. 1,337 anime fans have been sued. All the while, the Bonsai Beat has been there to deliver you the latest in news, show reviews, and discussions from both the experienced and novice anime fans' point of view. And now, broadcasting from a deserted island so Funimation's lawyers can't find them, here are your hosts, Delokun and Zach. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bonsai Beat. This is Joe King. I'm with Zach, as always. The same old boring intro. <laughs> well, how could we spice it up? We'd either need new hosts or creativity. I don't know if we can find either. Yeah, exactly. 231 episodes deep. <laughs> I mean, you had different hosts then, so it's, it's different by all means. Yeah, We've only been boring you with the same intro for about... Four years now. Yes, I feel like yesterday. Yeah, basically. So we're back, huzzah! And uh, fairly on time. On time, yep. And uh, yeah, maybe we'll get through uh, episode two forty by the end of the year or something like that. Ooh, yeah, especially uh, Could, getting that we, bonus end of the year episode. Can we crank out like... nine episodes in a little over uh, two months? Usually not, but maybe with like the bonus for the top five, maybe that'll help us get there. There you go. Well, hey, just so you know, this is the podcast before the election. Who knows what happens? <laughs> the end times, as some predict. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, it probably doesn't have much effect on anime, I'm guessing. I want to see an anime with Donald Trump in it. That'd be awesome. Oh, wow. They made the one with Jesus and Buddha living together. Donald Trump and Hillary living together. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This week I bring you a review of A Bridge to Starry Skies. Um, Zach, I don't know what you're reviewing. What are you reviewing? Anything? Dude, dude, I don't know either. Maybe nothing. Oh, man. What a slack. I, I just don't think Shiki would be a good review. I finished a few other things, but well, we won't hold you to a review this week. I'm off but, the hook. Uh, Woo. Yeah, but you segued into a good, to a good start. What What have you been watching? Oh boy! So, um, as you know, longtime fan of JoJo. By a long time, I mean like a year. But I've watched it also. Um, I'm pretty sure this season is wrapping up that arc of JoJo, and it started last season, but I kind of stopped watching it because my brother didn't really want to watch anymore with me. So now that we don't live together, I've been watching it on my own, and I'm up to episode 15. And it's enjoyable, but it's still not the same caliber of JoJo I remember fondly from yeah, the first season. I was going to say, like, nobody seems to be talking about this season of JoJo. Yeah, it's hard to get excited about. There's, there's nothing different, unfortunately. The story's not... So, like, the first season has a really good story. The second season has good characters and, like, action. And this one kind of seems to be lacking in both. Uh, no idea what the story is, if anything. And the action just isn't as good as when Dio was the bad guy. So, 
it's uh, it's unexcitable. Like I see most people still like talk about it favorably, and I still enjoy it enough to watch it. But it's like it's not something I can get excited about anymore. If that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. It's not new and exciting, but I've been watching that. I've been watching Kaijo. Your boob butt anime. Yeah, the the main character just fought this girl that they said had Cerebus, which is like a wolf spirit or something. So her butt would pilot her all around the like arena to knock people off. She wouldn't even look, apparently. It was as if she was possessed. <laughs> it was uh, ridiculous. Yeah, you know, it, it sounds probably... like uh, she's taking enhanced, you know, performance-enhancing drugs. Yeah, performance-enhanced butt. You know, water might need to be involved here. And they gave her, like, an extra perk on top of that. Because, like, as if having a wolf spirit possessed butt wasn't enough. She, like, has to be obsessed with boys love manga. Oh, she's clearly OP. Yeah, so I'm like, wow, you just gave that character all the quirks. But <laughs> but she loses to the main character, so. Did you uh, did you see the the promotional billboard that was put up in Akihabara? For that show? No, yes. I haven't. It's a giant butt. <laughs> it's on Reddit. It's go to our anime. And uh, you I'll can buy the first DVD or Blu-ray. And uh, November 22nd, I believe. Well, that's pretty soon. It is. Uh, it's, I don't think the show's even done airing then. Well, no. I guess it's 12 episodes. It's not done airing yet, but they put they wrap that stuff up pretty quick and get it out the door, man. Right, they got to sell it in multiple volumes. Yep. It's, it's still enjoyable. I enjoy it. Okay. Um, many um, seem to prize this season as like, uh, the season for people with bad taste, but I've been on both sides of the fence, you know. I've always d- uh, put people down like John for uh, enjoying his fan service shows, but it was just some silly fun, and sometimes that's what you want to be entertained by, you know. Yep. So. I swear to I'll... God, this show makes your top five. <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought about that to myself today. Oh, man. Just like what about uh, what I watched in general, not necessarily related to that, but I was like, I've watched a good amount in general. Some notable shows like uh, Erased and ReZero and Konosuba, like I enjoyed most of those. So I was like, what would I put on my top five? A lot of those shows are similar, you know? Yeah, but unfortunately those are all last year's shows. Oh, really? What? Wait, what? Is it? Am I living in the past? No, no, you're right. God damn. Erased has to be this year. No, I swear it was last year. ReZero also has to be this year. ReZero was, yes. Konosuba. Was it January? I think it Damn. was. Well, didn't we say if it finished in this year, it was yeah, also Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. I'm just... So I think all those fit in. They all finished like the winter season or like the beginning of the year. Anyway. Well, then it requires even more thinking about than I thought, but the point is... There's been a lot that are similar, so, like, how could I ever rank Erase Konosuba and, like, all those shows that had to deal with time shit? Because mm-hmm. they're all, like, very similar and equally entertaining, but of slightly different genre. Mm-hmm. So. But then there's also never been, like, a show recently that I was like, wow, this is, like, clearly better than all those shows. So, like, maybe they would just get spots one through three. I don't know. I hear you. What else have you been watching? Um... It's tough because I haven't updated my anime list, and I feel like I've watched more 
than what I've updated, but I can't really can't really place it. I can check on Crunchyroll real quick. Well, while you're doing that, talk about what I watched the first two episodes of 91 Days. Uh, Funimation finally started doing the simul dub for them. And, oh my god, it is so much easier to understand what's going on. Um, it's like a lot of characters in that show. There is, but now that they're dubbed and they actually, like, you're not... For me, what what what, what happened was, you know, I'm reading the subtitles trying to, you know, pay attention... But they kept saying, oh, the Venetis, oh, the Oracles, oh, the other mm-hmm. the other family, oh, this other person from over there, next door to them, you know. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, God, well, who fucking does what? I mean, I know we talked about it in a previous episode where someone on Reddit actually made a freaking graph or a chart of who belongs to what family because there were so many characters. But watching it in English, it was like, oh, I get it now. It isn't that hard to figure out. He's with them, they're with them, that guy's there. And uh, I, I really want to watch more episodes now. I finished off an episode two uh, when I was watching it when it was uh, coming out, but I stopped. But now the first episodes have been released by Funimation. Mm-hmm. I definitely want to watch more now. I was like, oh, amazing. And it's nice because they got all different voice actors and they have Italian accents and and... This isn't your run-of-the-mill, like, Vic Mignogna and, you know, the, the usual people that we hear in Funimation shows. It seems like they went out and found either new voice actors or people who are really good for the role. Because this, this, this role is meant to be like, you know, 1920s America in a fictional town named Lawless. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, they talk about Chicago and... You know, obviously they're talking, you know, it's a mob, it's a mafia. So it's very much, you know, during the Prohibition era, all that. So pretty, pretty, uh, pretty good to watch. And I definitely like the dub work. It's really, really good. And uh, I'm really anxious to see more. Um, yeah, I got I got to episode 10 when I watched it. Oh, cool. That's because it, it wasn't on airing when I watched it. Okay. But, so I plan on finishing it. I didn't mind the sub. No, I mean, to each their own. I'm not saying like it was bad. Just for me, I found mm-hmm. it really, really difficult to to pay attention to what was going on and remembering, like, oh, that guy's on that family and the other guy's in this family and they don't like each other. And, you know, I understood now, like, there was a lot of backstabbing going on in the early episodes. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really... With the Orko family, too. Yeah, yeah. The blonde-haired assassin guy. Yep. Becomes, like, his own faction. Yep. So... Um... Yep. I just asked John to explain because he watched it. I'm like, who is this family when I was watching it? I don't have a John to go to, so. You can share my John. There <laughs> <laughs> um, I also uh, still been watching. My wife is a student council president. It got weird this week. Uh, it gets weird <laughs> every week. Really weird. Yeah, pretty much. Um. I'm a, I mean, I honestly started a Bridge to Starry Skies on a whim. I was bored and wanted to watch something. So I just started watching it and finished in two days. Is that a movie or a show? No, it was a show. It was a 12-episode show. Hmm. So I blasted through that. Um, other than that, I've been trying to figure out what I want to watch, but I just, I don't know, you know. Like, I want to look at some stuff from this season, but just nothing, nothing is catching my fancy. 
But I'm really, really excited for January because we got Konosuba Season 2 coming out. Mm-hmm. And some new Full Metal Panic, hopefully soon. Which I'm really fucking excited for. Weren't you disappointed last time, though? What's that? Or was no? I'm thinking Hayate Combat. Probably. Yeah, it was, it was Hayate. I was gonna say there's some show you liked that disappointed you. Yeah, recently. it was Hayate. Oh, that was a long time ago. <laughs> uh huh. Anyway, recently in the scope of our lives. Yeah, in the last so three deep. years. <laughs> but yeah, the scope of the anime watching that was that was over two years ago. <laughs> um, I found what I could be the only thing I didn't mention. I watched. I watched all of Mob Psycho 100. Oh, that's the one by uh, uh, the same. Uh, so guys, One Punch Man. One Punch Man. That's it. Manga artist slash online manga guy. I would be very interested in hearing a review on that. Um, obviously, save it for next time. But um, yeah, I know it was All very right. very decisive in the community because everyone such had you came off of One Punch Man to this Mob Psycho One Hundred, so everyone's expectations were in the sky. Mm-hmm. So, and it was somewhat, yeah, somewhat more pol- polarizing than uh, One Punch Man. Some people disliked it, but yep, I'll look forward to your review. All right, that's what I'm reviewing next time. Then awesome. I was gonna say like I could review Shiki, but like psychological thrillers don't really make sense to review. <laughs> I already talked about what it's about and how you might enjoy it, but like I mentioned before, if we just review the whole thing and talk about it. It doesn't make sense because you don't get to enjoy it. So I'll save that one for someone that can also stomach watching a 24 episode thriller like I can. <laughs> but Mob Psycho was really unique, like One Punch Man. Gotcha. So it'll be fun to talk about. But that's all I've been watching. I want to finish. Like, there's just a few leftover shows, and like I'm bad about going back and finishing it, but I want to finish Love Live. So I'll probably do that next as I watch JoJo. The Sunshine Tour? Yeah. The- technically the third season but it's the one with the new girls gotcha all right well uh let's get into dvd picks it's another week and more dvds are being released what should you get it's time for the weekly dvd picks we got strike the blood a show i could never finish some sort of uh vampire person who has some girl that follows him around with a pole arm, and they fight monsters or something. That's what I got from it. And then it devolved to, like, weird romance story between them. And then I had flashbacks of, like, Twilight movies, so I just stopped watching it. But but that's Strike the Blood. I like how I managed to review the DVD pick. Zero Seven Ghost. Here's a whole bunch by Discotech Media. We got Zero Seven Ghost. Oh, wow. It's like 007, but only one. Karate Master, Shining Tears, X-Wind. I don't know if that's Shining Tears 10, Wind, or Shining Tears, X-Wind. But... And then we have Sonic X. That's definitely just an X and not 10. There's not that many Sonics. Um, Again, Desert Punk, Complete Collection. Ooh. A lot of these are just re-releases. They are. Italia, it's, Anime Classics, it's, World Series. It's, de- it's Desert I mean, it's Disco Tech. What do you expect? Well, this is Funimation now releasing some. Oh, okay. Yeah, Italia's, Italia is uh, Funimation. Yeah, and two Italia things World Series and the World Twinkle. Uh, Omomori Himari, One Piece Season 8, Part 4, Overlord Complete Collection, 
I really enjoy this show. John does as well. I don't think we ever really talked about it at length. Nope. But he got me to watch it. It's like a much more succinct, better version of Sword Art. Kid plays an MMO, becomes the best in like his guild. Then all of his friends quit. So one day he logs on to like retire his guild. Just like, I don't know, quit it or something. And no one's there, and they're like guild castle and stuff. And then he gets trapped. Not trapped in the game, but it's, he just like can't log out. So yeah, technically trapped, but they don't stress it out like Sardar. They're like, it's not like, oh no, he's going to die. He's just like, well, now I can't log out. <laughs> and then all the NPCs that are like part of their guild become like sentient. But is it like um, you're trapped in the game, you die, or like, or is it like, hey, I can no. just unplug the power? It, it's more like he was like the most powerful guild guy. Everyone quit, and he has all these memories of his time with his friends. But now he only has all the NPCs that lived in the castle with him, and they all become like normal people. So now he gets to talk about his past friends that played with him there with all the like non-player character people that are now the main characters in the show. And he ends up trying to protect the actual like community of the game, like the other NPCs. He's now the only player in the game, right? And the people that come to life in his guild castle ask him to protect, like, all the normal people. So he has to go do that. Gotcha. And they're trying to figure out um, why it's so much dis- different than from when he played the game. If someone else could have been trapped there or if someone else is changing it. So it's it's more of a mystery and much better because it's not just all, like, drama and character interactions that make no sense. <laughs> which is how I feel about Sword Art. <laughs> Fair enough. It's like, it's it's nostalgic for people that played games because they have a couple of good moments in the beginning where he like thinks back to when they played the game and it's just like the item they got from the one thing and he like narrates about it and it's, it's pretty cool. Um, Sky Wizards Academy, Sword of the Stranger, The Heroic Legend of Arslan, Nanan Biori Repeat, Charlotte, Volume 2. Oh, there you go. Damn, that show. Never had a show disappoint me so hard. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's Volume 2, so that might be the end, too, the worst part, but... Yep. What a bittersweet show in my memory. Go back and listen to our review. Mm Mm-hmm. Castletown, Dandelion, Chaos Dragon. Now, that's a cool-sounding show. I don't know what it's about. Ultimate Otaku Teacher. Oh, Show everybody hated. Did they? Yes. Uh, Oharu X Machine Gun. Okay. <laughs> I don't Not know half these series. There's so many man. X's in these shows. There's four of them this week. Four shows with X in the title. And some are capital, even though they don't mean ten. But Sailor Moon S Season 3. Yeah, they're really slow about releasing that new Sailor Moon. And that's that's it. Underwhelming. Yeah. I would vote Overlord. I would vote Charlotte, but even then. Oh. Um, I don't, it's sad. I don't even know what half those series are. Yeah, me either. Like, dang. I used to know more, my boy. <laughs> so, yeah. Konosuba in January. You excited? I'm pretty excited, yeah. It's, I don't know what else is airing, but um, Konosuba was good, and they really did a good job pacing themselves. Yep. 
there's some shows where I wouldn't be excited for the second season because I'd be like, wow, they just, you know, they really rushed the plot along because they didn't know if they're getting a second season. But this one seemed very comfortable in the fact that it was just going to continue later. So I am excited for it to continue at its usual pace. Fair enough. I agree. Which, which could be getting nothing done, but... I agree. <laughs> still one of my favorite villains in all of anime, that, that Headless Horseman guy. Yes. <laughs> Which they call, what, Durahan or something in anime for some reason. Maybe that is the Celtic name for it, right? Because Celti, which is just a play on Celtic. <laughs> and Durarara was named that too, or Durahan, yep. whatever that is. But yeah, to, to Americans and English people, Headless Horseman, or Horseman is what he was. Um, Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's get into <laughs> That's <review>. it. <laughs> All right. A bridge to starry skies. Tell the story of Kuza, Kaz, Kazuma. Kazuma, just like uh, Konosuba. Yep. How relevant. Hishino. And his younger brother, Ayamu. I've never heard that name before. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Uh, he gets sick. So Ayamu, the younger brother, gets sick easily. So, so they are sent to the countryside... To live, uh, there's another concern to live with, live until their parents can uh, join them at a later time. Um, one, basically, they say they need to finish up, you know, taking care of business in Tokyo. Um, for once, it was nice to actually see a plausible story plot of like, hey, my parents didn't die in an auto accident, or they work all the time, or this or that. Mm-hmm. No, it was just, hey. We know somebody out there who can give you home, and uh, we'll be out there when we can get out there, you know, sooner than later. Right. So I was like, oh, that's a that's that's kind of nice. Or they just never mention them at all. No, we never see them again. You know, we never see them or anything. But it's still like um, in the in the first episode, Kazuma is like, oh yeah, I, Dad took me out here once, and we stayed at this hotel, and you know, I was really young and I don't remember it, but. Mm. You know, it's but, good. But like, Instead yeah. of some shows that never mention it from the beginning, yeah. and then they don't have a chance to like go back and talk about their memories with their parents because it's as if they don't exist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> At least now they can reference their parents since they said they were moving there soon. <laughs> yep. So, Kazuma is a sophomore in high school, and his younger brother is in middle school. I don't remember what grade, but it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Um, they take the train to the countryside and they're waiting for the bus and they end up taking the wrong bus so they get off and they're waiting for the right bus and a monkey steals uh, Azum was it Ayamu's hat and there's like this monkey is never seen again why they chose a monkey I don't know <laughs> there's not a lot of monkeys I don't think in, in countryside in Japan could be wrong, but chases the monkey, gets the hat back, but he also finds himself lost in the woods after chasing the monkey, and he meets a girl, and there's a stream between them, so she shows him how to jump across the the rocks, you know, to the other side of the stream, and, uh, or river, I should say, and he does, and he hits the last rock, and he slips and falls on her and accidentally gives her a kiss. Ah, <laughs> only in anime. That is going to fall to his death. 
or that. Yeah. They establish him as like, yeah, an anime is that or death. It's like they establish him as getting sick easily, and then he just dies by falling off a waterfall thing. Exactly. So he apologizes, and he's shown how to get back to the bus stop, and uh, they go, and they are staying at the, uh, they're staying at this inn. And the manager is basically like a family friend or something. And it's called like the Yo... How do you say it here? It's like Yo-Yo-Zura Inn. And they live in the old part of the inn, not the new part. And, uh, I see. Yep. What's the difference between the old and new part? Not really much. <laughs> they just say it's the old part. Yeah, pretty much. They're just like, yeah, there's no guests over here. You guys live here. <laughs> The new part people pay for. You can live in the old part. Pretty much. Makes sense. But it looks like it looks still pretty pretty good. Mm. Um, we also see that Cosmo has flashbacks to him playing with a purple-haired girl as him as a child. So it's kind of like, okay, what's going on there? It's the girl the, the other brother kissed. No, no. Darn it. All right. So fast forward to day the, the next day at school. Kazuma, you know, is a new transfer student from the big city. And who do you think's in his class? The girl he... Well, no. Darn it. The girl he kissed. Wait, no. I thought it was the little brother who kissed the girl. No, 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 no. Kazuma did. The little Uh, brother got his hat thrown by a monkey. Oh, wow. He got all the bad luck for that day. Yes. (laughs) Um... So we find out the girl that he kissed is in the same class. Her name is Ui. 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 I don't know. Ui. Yeah, I don't know. And uh, Ui. She's an airhead. She loves to eat, and she's blonde and has big boobs. Who doesn't? Exactly. In high school. Or about the food, at least. No. <laughs> exactly. That's the one part I can relate to. So basically, there's four other girls that make up this harem. Or other, this is a harem show. I really sprung show. that. You really sprung it on me. I just, just I didn't a, see it coming. You didn't see it coming. This is an action shonen show. Yeah, I'm like, wow, jumping all the rocks. Is this like the first parkour anime? <laughs> That'd be awesome. He's like professional parkour in the big city. Now I got to jump these rocks in the countryside. Yeah. Now wait, and here's a five minute animation of me editing the video and uploading to YouTube. <laughs> yeah, that's what I expected. But here's, no, here's me getting music rights. Yeah, all of his YouTube videos are taken down. <laughs> oh, man. So there's Hinata, um, who is very protective of, of Yui. And she saw what happened that day, and so she thinks automatically that he's a pervert and wants to bang Yui. And uh, she's the tsundere. And she's blonde, also... The blonde is? No, Hinata. Oh, okay, that makes is, sense. And she's got white hair, and she's flat-chested. Mm. Um, she's also the captain of the archery club. Uh, there's Mogan Madoka, who is a Miko at the local shrine. She's the purple-haired girl that he remembered playing with. But he, uh, he doesn't realize it's her. But Does she go to that school, too? Uh, she does, but different class. And she's also got a phobia of boys. They're worlds apart. Pretty much. <laughs> and there's Saki. Um, a tall girl 
who is monotone and likes cute stuffed animals, and she's called cute by Kazuma, but in reality, he was saying he was remarking about her cell phone charm. So instantly, she likes him because that's the way it works in her harem animes. Yeah, in real life. And exactly. If I ever want a girl, I just tell her. She's so I cute. got married. I told her she was cute, and she's like, "Oh, marry me." <laughs> and she bought the ring. She bought the ring and everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Dreams do come true. Yep. That's the way it works. <laughs> uh, and then finally, there's Kaiori. She's a younger girl who at first doesn't like Kazuma because of the rumors. Basically, he has all these rumors that he like pushed over Yui and like kissed her and forced his way. And she's got to, like, defend herself. Like, no, it never happened. Anyway, um, she's, like, the little kid of the group. And it's, I don't know, she's, like, I think she's in, she's a freshman, I think. <laughs> she's, like, five. But the there's, harem. you know, there's always in the harem. There's the main character's guy friend. Mm-hmm. Loves girls. Who's super friend. bombastic. Yep. And that's So supportive of the main character. Exactly. Never gets any. Exactly. Yep. Number one support character. And that is Daigo. Wow, what a cool name. Daigo. D-A-I-G-O. I know. Daigo-san, <laughs> as I kept calling him. He calls him even, sound, even sounds like he has an excitable name. Very much so. And he calls Kazuma bro. <laughs> That's a theme with most supporting male characters. Wow, they really made this the textbook harem show. So far. Or at least only what I can relate to is like High School DxD or Toradora or like other shows that had that character. It sounds extremely similar. <laughs> well, apparently this anime was based on a visual novel of the same name. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of these shows, it could be a mixed bag. You know, I've seen shows like uh, Magami SS where, you know, the main character pretty much just takes turns with every girl and every girl gets their own two or three episodes and they go on to the next girl or there's other shows where it's like the main character is just a dumb dimwit and every girl wants his D for no apparent reason and they live to be you know with him and they can't do anything without him yeah but as a visual novel they have to take two approaches right they can either have every girl's route or none of them to keep it fair right Pretty much. The good news in this is Kazuma actually has somewhat of a personality. He's not an idiot. And I would have never... I, 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 honestly, I didn't even know this was based off a visual novel. So, um, yeah, I mean, this is actually better than most harems. Um, you know, it's not. As that, I say, in that regard, they in did that well. regard, yeah. Tell. I mean, obviously, you're going to have your archetypes and all that. It's not going away, and I don't expect it to go away. Yeah, it's the same of all storytelling. The character has to be a character, but it's yeah. nice that they didn't just make him an amalgamation of the five girls he's with. He's somewhat of his own person. Yeah, Cosma as a character is a nice guy, and but and he's written rather realistic. He likes girls and he enjoys nudity, but I mean sometimes. You know, the show does call upon this, uh, such as, like, uh, we meet uh, Kiori, who's up in a tree throwing acorns at him, and, like, the wind blows, and he sees her panties, and she's like, what are you looking at? Ah!" And then falls (laughs) off the tree onto his face, because, again, that happens. 
yeah, all, like at least twice a week for me. Pretty much, probably. <laughs> but I mean, he's not a dumb-witted idiot, and you know, doesn't act. You know, he tries to be modest, obviously, of everything. But at the end of the day, he's like, I'm fucking sixteen or whatever I am. You know. Um, we landed in a better spot than most harem anime. Cause, oh, I already said that. I'm sorry. Um, the name of the series is based on this, like, festival tradition because they're up in the mountains. Uh, they have a mountaintop where a couple was, like, broken up, so that's where the mountains formed because they were breaking up the couple. So wow. the town reenacts. Poetic. Exactly. The town reenacts the couple coming together. Uh, it's pretty much a minor kind of. It plays into the end, but it's it's not like the main plot of the show. Uh-huh. Uh, from episode to episode, the show does a good job of introducing new characters and having others take a leading role in an episode, and it doesn't get boring. Needless to say, though, uh, there isn't much drama here. The uh, and outside of the harem aspect of the show, you could pretty much consider this a slice of life. All the girls' characters get along. They're all friends with each other. You know, there's no one out. It's not like White Album, where they're all trying to outbitch each other to the top. Exactly. Like (laughs) they think, like, oh, Cosmo might like you. Let's try to push that. So there's like an episode where uh, Madoka and and him go on a date because they were set up by the two other girls, you know, Mm. and things of that nature. But it was like. That's, you know, there's no, like, infighting that you normally see. Um, meanwhile, there's some elements of relationships uh, the girls forming with Cosma, but it's not in your face about it, and it seems to develop over time. It's not like it's rushed, and, like, all of a sudden, you know, the show's been like, oh, it's all happy-go-lucky, and then all of a sudden, one girl's like, oh, my God, I love him. Fuck you guys. <laughs> you know, it's it's actually done, like... Relatively slow. It's a very slow burn. That's good. Um, I did like the fact that they had some interesting story plots with a few of the girls, but I feel like girls were like Hinata and Madoka. Uh, but they did seem to kind of do the bare minimum with some of the girls. I found the most interesting story was with Saki, uh, who I said was the tall, kind of monotone girl, mm-hmm. uh, who is shown as a shy, monotone voice girl whose father basically the, the her family runs like the distillery in town um for making like alcohol like sake <laughs> and so, that's her name exactly <laughs> wow Maybe it's Sakai. i don't know it's s-a-i-k-i or whatever okay at least it isn't s-a-k-e yeah exactly <laughs> but she wants to go to like business school in tokyo you know to learn how to market and be you know do business business stuff because she wants to expand the business outside of that little town. But her father sees it as, um, you know, if she goes away, you know, kids don't want to stay in a small town. They won't, you know, we're going to lose our identity as a small town. And all the kids are going to go away. I don't want to lose my daughter, you know. Mm-hmm. Again, very kind of realistic when you think about it. It's like You mean a real family. Yeah, it was a real family. But, I mean, it was kind of dumb, though. So, you know, and only in anime does this happen. So, Cosma sticks up for her and basically inserts himself into this family drama because she's like, 
Oh, I don't know what to tell my dad. You know, when I try to bring up the subject, he yells at me and gets upset. So finally, like, she runs away. And spends the husband's the like, I'm your dad now. Pretty much. They sleep together. <laughs> in, in just, the yeah, room. just like her dad. And yeah, that makes sense. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, he basically inserts himself into this family like issue and like, oh, he wins because he's the main character. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's kind of funny how it, it's actually funny how it happened, so I'm not going to spoil it. Um, it was fun to watch, but a little absurd um, about the whole Cosmo thing sticking up for her. Mm-hmm. Um, like we get we get good character development, but I feel like some of the girls, along with like Daigo and like Madoka, we don't get a lot. Like they're just kind of there. Um, they're considered like main characters, but like we don't get a lot of like. How did Madoka become a you know a Miko for the for the shrine you know or how'd she get a phobia of boys or Daigo you know he's just the the character you know the the character you know best friend mm-hmm. I feel like, how did he get so selfless yeah. <laughs> how is he such a bro <laughs> um, Yui centered as pretty much the the main girl because of the first episode events. So there's always, like, a hint of, like, oh, they're going to get together. Like, you know, because she's always, like, thinking back to the kiss. That was her first kiss. And, like, she will, he wouldn't be talking about anything, and she'll bring, bring it up. Like, and then quickly, like, oh, never mind. Um, so you kind of get the sense, like, the rest of the girls are just kind of there to fill a spot. Uh, the show is louder, that harder. There's some nudity. There's some fan, some quite a bit of fan service. Usually a little bit every episode. I mean, there's one episode, like I think it was episode six. Holy fuck! Shit, tons of nudity. I didn't even realize how bad this show was because I watched it on Crunchyroll, and mm-hmm. then I like saw it for like available, you know, Blu-ray rips. So I was like, oh, I wonder what I missed. And I watched like episode six on the Blu-ray rip where it's like they're they go to the hotel to study together like all of them mm-hmm. there's like 10 or 11 girls and whatnot, and they all bathe afterwards and like Daiko's like oh, I'm gonna go look at them and they like show all kinds of shit I was like good god so what? much nudity girls are in high school damn it wow the best bath scene still has to be Nisekoi uh yeah I agree maybe a good one yep uh, okay, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, I wrote a review, and I'm just kind of using it as a kind of going forward. Um, what do I, you think about it? Unless you're not done reviewing. No, I'm not done. I still got another page. I was going to um, say, there was no conclusion. No, there wasn't. You don't let me finish, goddammit. I'll behave. Yeah, damn right. <laughs> <laughs> I can find a replacement. Yeah. <laughs> we'll find someone more quiet to be the co-host. Yes. Anyone will do, even no one. This is my show, damn it. No one, no one will interrupt. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I give the show a six. Uh, it's really not as bad. Uh, it's just kind of there. Mm. Like, this doesn't show, like, it's, uh, obviously it's harem. And you either like harem or you don't. Mm-hmm. And I have to, I find, find it funny. I actually saw this, I think, on True Anime, on a subreddit called True Anime. People bitch about, like, people like, hey, you watch a harem, and then you bitch about it. It's like you know what you're getting into, mm-hmm. and you know, like harem. Just I've seen enough of them. I know what I'm getting into. 
it was nice to see that characters were not dumb box rocks and then you know they lived and died by the main character and you know there were some interesting stories that went along with this but on the other hand it wasn't like earth shattering mm-hmm. uh, then there was actually an OVA episode so I watched that um, the OVA picks up right where the TV left off um, and it, but it gets kind of weird so the OVA follows Kazuma a bit after the events of the fir- of the season, uh, the TV show. But then it changes to, like, Daigo. And basically, he's, you know, throughout the series, he strikes out with girls. Like, nobody seems to, like, care about him and wants to be with them or anything. Gives them time of day. But now, suddenly he plays an MMORPG all the time. He's a big gamer. Which is something he wasn't in the main series. Mm-hmm. He plays with a girl a lot, and he starts to have feelings for her. Um, we also watched him trying to ask girls out to school. I think it was like a festival or something. Uh, some some kind of school event. Uh, and getting turned down. But then there's one really weird scene that just sticks with me. So, Ayamu invites uh, Diogo over to his house. And he asks him to dress up in a swimsuit. So Diago, uh, Ayamu dresses up in a swimsuit. There's kind of a callback. This is a callback to a, to a gag in the main series where they have some kind of big race that like sets up the events for the end mm-hmm. where Diago brings him over to his house and says, you know, if you really want to cheer your older brother on, you know, you need to dress up. And we don't know what they say. Or it turns out he dresses him up in a cheerleader uniform. And at first, Diago gets, or uh, not Diago, sorry, Cosmo gets really angry, but then gives him the thumbs up. <laughs> and is like happy for some reason to see his little brother in a chilling uniform. But, That's strange. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was a callback to that. But then it gets really fucking weird. All of a sudden, Diago like pushes Ayamu down onto the floor and gets on top of him like he's going to rape him. Oh god, it's the boys love it arc. Uh, I was like, "What? This is like out of the blue! Like, what the fuck? We have never seen." Straight out with all the ladies because he's not into them. It was a trap. He's exactly it. So I, I was really like, I didn't know if this was supposed to be a joke. I didn't know if this was supposed to be a reference of like, hey, on one of the visual novel routes, you could go like with Dayamu instead. I don't know. <laughs> it was really... Because throughout this show, like, I always meant as, like, oh, the cute little brother archetype, you know? Mm-hmm. Just, I, I, I was really weirded out. And it seemed really out of the blue. So then Cosmo walks in and, like, kicks the shit out of him. But then they go back to being friendly again. It was, it was really odd. <laughs> like, again, I think it was just supposed to be, like... For the really hardcore people who played this game, let's throw this in there. Yeah. He's like, don't go to that guy's house anymore. He'll rape you. But we're still best friends. Yeah. What? <laughs> it was really weird. Just please don't go there alone. Uh, so overall, the show was fun and heart-lighted. Um, it doesn't take itself too seriously. Heart-lighted. Uh, light-hearted. Whatever. What <laughs> <laughs> did I write? Oh, yeah, I did it light-hearted. Okay. Um... You know, the visuals are really good. The girls are cute. Uh, 
Um, even the opening song is really good. Uh, it fits the show really well. You love I when gave, that happens. I gave the OVA a six as well. Again, <laughs> I mean, it's very much a cliched, like, oh, you get your different girls and this and that. But, I mean, I finished it in two days. If I, if I wouldn't have finished it, I mean, I would have never, you know, there was something there that kept me wanting to watch it. You know, it wasn't bad. Right. So. Uh, you can watch the entire show on Crunchyroll still, even for free now, because it aired in 2011, so. I thought it was a relatively new anime, and no, it wasn't. Quite a few years old. So, check it out. It's a pretty good watch. I mean, I, I it's 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 all right. You know, it's not great. It's not bad. If you like harem, check it out. Cool. Um, yeah. Any questions? Questions, comments, concerns. Uh, you do without the ma- you know the little brother attempted. Yeah. <laughs> What uh? What made you keep going? Do you just like harems that much? Because like a six isn't that positive. Um, is this something you I started? And you're want... like, this is fun enough. Pretty much, I just kind of want to see where it was going because I was like, okay, something's gonna happen. Uh, you know, is there gonna like? I was expecting like some kind of storyline to start coming out, and there really wasn't. Mm-hmm. But I mean, every episode just kind of flew by. And it wasn't like it was a chore to watch them. You know, it wasn't like I was like actively like, oh man, I wish this episode would get over. Oh, I wonder mm-hmm. how much time is left. No, it was never like that. I guess I just want to see what, what would happen throughout each continuing episode. Right. So, cool. Yeah. That was my only question, really. Yeah, and if you go on Crunchyroll, they name the episodes like Actually, Double one Entendres. Actually, question. Yeah. Uh, English. Did you watch it dubbed or subbed? It was dubbed. Or, no, sorry, subbed. Subbed. I don't think it even came out here, to be honest. Alright. Um, what did they name the episodes? Like, they were just double entendres. Hmm. But, they, but what's funny was, it would come up during the episode, so like they took it right from the episode. So it actually had meaning. Mm-hmm. So... Good. Um, yeah. All right. Well, I think that's the show. We are on point and on cue. And next time, Mob Psycho 100. There you go. All 2016. Right. <laughs> that will be 2016 still. True, not for much longer. Uh, man. All right. We're, the world hasn't been nuked by the time we uh, hear this. Look for more. Alright, everybody. Thanks for everyone for listening. Take care. This has been the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you have any feedback, head over to bonsaibeat.com and leave a comment on the show notes for this episode. While you're there, you can also find our review index, which has a list of all the anime that we've reviewed on the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to add us to your favorite podcatcher. You can find links to do that on our website. Otherwise, we're also on iTunes and Stitcher Radio if that's easier for you. Once again, this is the Bonsai Beat Podcast. Thank you for listening. And if you have any other questions or comments, you can send them to bonsaibeat at gmail.com.